If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. Hi, gay people. I'm James. And I'm Keen. And we have a wonderful special guest in this midweek special. Yes, we are. Season 10's very own New York queen, Yuha Hamazaki, joins us for a, a quick chat about all things Drag Race. Uh, we get into to the nitty gritty, really, I'd say. I'd describe it as nitty and gritty. <laughs> would you now? Yeah, would. Um, we talk about cherry pie and how the New York scene has reacted to that and whether Yuha would consider doing all-stars. Mm, yeah, but you know, don't hear it from us, hear it from her herself. Oh, that was very professional. Thank you for jumping on the line, Yuha. How are things in New York amid COVID 19? I mean, it's pretty bad here in New York right now and America, but I think this is just the beginning. Like, this just the beginning. Like, I think we still have another month and a half to go. Also, I think America should have done that a long time ago with the lockdown compared to what they were seeing in China, but they weren't doing anything until probably a week ago. Right now, alone in New York, it's like 80,000, the number one state. And then the second state, it's like New Jersey, which is like 6,000 only, which is like, that's almost 10 times as much. Oh my God. Um, So how have you been enjoying season 12 so far? I am enjoying it. I think... It is a really, like, I've said this before, but I think it's really been a really diverse group of girls. And I think this group of girls are amazing. Usually when you look at the promos, you can see, oh, this girl is going to be at the top. I have a feeling this girl is going to go home early. But then seeing the promo this year, I'm like, who's going to go home early? They all look so good. Mm. Well, there really was yeah. that feeling, wasn't there? Because it, it just is like, and even now you're seeing that as the season goes on, you don't really know who's going to go because like everyone has strengths and everyone is, is is so sort of like unique and has their own thing going for them except Aiden's wig that's gotta go <laughs> <laughs> I, she, I, she's getting it in there every week she is getting value for money <laughs> Like she's probably what, pay $10 for it and she's doing it the best way that she can. But I will say that I was so sick of seeing that wig in the previous episodes, but for this week's challenge and during the runway, I think she pulled it off with that short wig when she did the runway challenge inspired by Silence of the Lamp. I thought it was Oh, great. gorgeous. Gorgeous. I did see a, a joke on Instagram, which was Aiden's like wig quarter and all the mannequins were empty bar one that had the pussycat wig <laughs> yeah. on it. <laughs> it's got more screen time than sugarcane on season yeah. <laughs> and uh the new sort of opening the the double sort of um premiere do you think that was a good format change i think it was a good format change because it really helped showcase every girl and gave them more screen time yeah right? mm. because usually the first episode you don't want to be that girl that go home because especially the audience don't get to see much of you but with the double premieres Every person gets more screen time and also nobody gets to go home so they can come back for another episode, which is even better. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it's kind of higher stakes. Um, or it's lower stakes, so it's actually you're able to relax. It can, you can see a bit more of each of the characters. And then when you actually get into the competition, you kind of know the, the girls are more. Because you are right, like in the last couple of seasons, there were so many people to try and get to know and to try and sort of like understand who they are that you just forget. Like, no, talk about season 11. Oh my God, there were like a thousand of them. <laughs> Yeah. I had one of them packed in the room, and then by the time we got to our top six, I had no disrespect. I'm like, 
who are the rest were the cast members? <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that the thing that kept me on my seat was when RuPaul was saying who was safe. And then she got to, who was it in the top two the first week? Widow and Gigi. I was like, oh my God, are they lip syncing for their lives? Is she out of her mind? Did her age <laughs> get to her? And then she said, oh, you're both in the top two. I was like, oh. Thank you, Will. <laughs> <laughs> Next week is Snatch Game. Who would you say will do well at that? I'm not sure, but I have a feeling that Jan Sport will do well in the Snatch Game because I know her previously from New York City, and she does a really good Ariana Grande and also Kris Jenner. She started off originally as Kris Jenner, only doing Kris Jenner. Oh, yeah. Of and then she started doing drag more of her own style. Yeah. Jansport mm. will kill it. As for the other girls, I'm not sure because I haven't really met them yet, but I think Jansport will be up there. Yeah. Cool. I suppose on the topic of New York, a dark cloud over the season is the whole Sherry Pie thing. Since that's come out, how has the sort of New York scene reacted to that? I think we were all disgusted, ashamed, embarrassed because... It came from our city. I can't speak for the other people, but for me personally, I was angry and sad at the same time because I knew two of the people personally that she has victimized and I've worked with them before. And to it seeing it so close to home, it just made me sad yeah. and very angry that someone out there is blaming it on mental issues and blaming it on uh, this whole shaming of mental issues. But Really, it was just her being a really bad person. Yeah. And she used it for her own power, her own gains. And she took advantage of these people. And yeah. that was the of her. Very nice. Yeah. No. Exactly. It actually, I, I do think that this, I feel so sorry for the, the Queens this year because it sort of is like the cursed season because right after it started, that cherry pie thing came out and now that's going to hang over the entire season then you've got the coronavirus coming in, which means that like all of the summer bookings that I assume they'd expect to get after coming off the, the high of the show are, are not going to be happening. They're probably they're unlikely at this stage to get a live filmed finale because they're not going to have they're not going to be able to do that. DragCon has been cancelled. So, oh, right. They're they're like they're gonna. It, it just it feels like for such a strong cast who really seem to deserve kind of, you know, a, a lot of uh, attention to be given to them, they're going to come out to kind of a bit of a whimper. And especially if it goes right from this into all five, where there's going to be the, oh, that right. cast are now going to be, it's just going to be almost like the sort of like forgotten, it could even be, it could just be like the forgotten cast. So I feel really sorry for them because they're so good. It could just be easily season one, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and also this is the time when they actually get off the show and also during the show when it's airing that they make their money back because they spent so much money going yeah. to the show. I know previously from people from my season, they took out loans, they're in debt and they took out literally 20,000 to more thousand dollars yeah. loan on the show. And it costs a lot of money. So this is really the time for them to make their money, whether it's performing, uh, drag con, the tours and whatnot. And I just feel so sorry for them. But it could also mean that next time when they go out and perform, it could be like this whole, wow, they're really excited. Or like you said before, it could easily just be the season that gets forgotten. So I hope the best for them though. So so it's more while the series airs is the more lucrative period rather than when it's over. I would say depends how you play it out. Yeah. Okay. I personally, for me, I make the most out of it during my season. 
while it's airing and afterwards and beyond. But I think it depends also who you're working with, who your manager is. What do you want to do? How much do you want to work? You know, what direction do you want to take? Yeah. Some girls would say, I don't want to do this because it's in a bar in the middle of nowhere or in a club in the middle of nowhere, or I don't want to work with this queen or I don't want to do this tour. You know, I just say yes to everything because <laughs> what else is there to do? Stay <laughs> <home>. <laughs> Well, I was going to ask, so Nikki Doll, who is eliminated this week, is third out of her season. You were third out of yours. What's your sort of advice to Nikki to make the most of it? Make the most out of it. Milk it. Say yes to everything. If there's a gig, do it. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, she... Which is hard to do at the moment, but yeah. (laughs) She also... Well, that that too. I think for her, it might be harder because of the coronavirus and and also the sherry pie might not affect her directly. But I think she also came out with a larger following than most queens who are third out. Exactly. And also, we uh, had an extra episode to sort of get to know her. As well. Oh, right. Yeah. That too. The double premiere. Yeah. Yeah. You've been quite good at kind of keeping yourself present. Like the queens who go out earlier, you, you don't, particularly, I suppose we're talking from like a European point of view where you know within their own communities and within the US there probably is more of a a notoriety around those queens who who do kind of go out slightly earlier but over this side um, certainly you seem to have made more of a name for yourself and people are kind of aware of who you are through your your, your comedy and through the like the bootleg um, photo review and stuff so like I suppose what what is how do you think a queen can take the sort of the little bit of exposure and, and kind of use it to like creatively kind of online to to sort of build a following for themselves if they haven't had the chance to do so on the the show honestly like i said before do what you do best and also make the most out of it like for me i love creating videos so i just kept it going yeah i have this platform now while it's still for her i would say while it's still fresh while people are still amazed by you and people are still following you keep them yeah. Keep them and then gain new ones. Yeah. Because you can easily just be the forgotten queens from before. Yeah. Yeah. No shame with others, but there are over 150 of us now, and it's not getting any less. It's only going to get more and more and more, especially with All Stars, Drag Race UK, Drag Race yeah. Thailand, Drag Race Canada. And I heard that they're doing Drag Race Australia now. So, I mean, I heard that they just finished filming Drag Race UK, right? I think so, they had to stop it because of the coronavirus. Yeah, oh, they they were fil- yeah they were filming season two. They've had to pause it though because of them because of the the coronavirus. So oh, hopefully that'll come back. Oh, this is I, a bad girl. I actually I I was at DragCon. I was at DragCon UK. You were at DragCon? Yeah, in the UK. And I actually I saw you a few times, and you like I noticed there's people coming up to you like when like just out around the place to sort of like introduce themselves and get photos and stuff. Oh, um, booth they gave me. Oh my god, girl. You were, I thought you were with the, the dragged up kind of the, that big booth in the center though, weren't you? They gave me a little corner and this, <laughs> is, this is your table. I was selling merch myself. I had no, no sign. People thought I was Miss Crackers and Adore's assistant. They were coming up to me. Where do I get the wristband for it to be Adore and Cracker the entire time? I'm like, are you kidding me? So I ended up putting a sign myself. Um, that says Yuko Hamasaki season 10 handwritten because I thought it was just hilarious <laughs> between the two girls the two big girls yeah you were you were there with them um, our our homegrown hero Victoria's Secret as well oh, was on the business she's fantastic her. we're we have our fingers and toes crossed that she can go in UK drag race because I think that she would just nail us <laughs> I can't get on right she can't get on 
Well, this is this is confusion. Confusion reigns. We don't know whether Irish queens are going to be allowed to apply for the UK Drag Race when there's been conflicting reports. But Blue Hydrangea is from Ireland. No, right? Northern, Northern Ireland. Ireland. So okay, so the Northern is part of the UK, but she's from Victoria's in the South. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that could be probably like like a location issue, probably. Then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, funny story at at um at DragCon. Somebody was trying to buy a merch of a Victoria's Secret, and they came up to me. They probably thought I was her assistant too. Probably they came up to me and said, "How do I buy this fan from him?" And I just started laughing. I was actually, oh my god, that's bizarre. I was actually talking to Victoria at the time that happened. Oh, you were right there. I was like, yeah, because I, I remember this. Like, she was like a, an older lady, and she was a bit like she oh, was yeah. like, oh. yeah. she was like, I want to buy his fan, and you just exploded laughing. <laughs> I was like, oh, his fan's short. Hey, sir, you want to buy this fan? Like, he was absolutely rotted. He was, like, disgusted. She was disgusted. And I was dying of laughing. I gave the lady a free pin. I was like, you just made my drag con. <laughs> I don't think she did it out of respect. I think she just didn't know how hmm. to approach it. You were in Dublin for the Tens Across the Board tour. I remember being there and, like... The atmosphere was like one of the most electric atmospheres I've ever been to. Was the whole tour like that? I think so, the most tour, but especially Dublin, Manchester, and London. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and Glasgow. Yeah. Crazy, okay. crazy, crazy. I think for the most part of it, but I also think that two years ago, was it three years ago? Yeah, three years ago, Drag Race has not been brought into UK yet. So whenever we go to a place that Drag Race has not really been touched, People go crazy, especially yeah. here, also in the U.S. When we go to cities that are small or really conservative and the gays come out and they just start crying. They go crazy because they don't really see people like us in their city. And when they see us, they just literally ball up and tear up. That's a nice that's a nice effect to have. Can you remember where you went to when you were here? Oh, we didn't go anywhere. We arrived on the tour bus. We set up. We performed. We ate. We left, and it was into the other city. That's it. Okay. Yeah. And who was the, who was the most fun on that tour bus? Um, the most fun. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. It's not that I don't like them. It's just that I'm more of a very introverted person. I need my space. I like to be by myself. I don't like to hang out in the common room. I mean, I like hanging around with them, but the, for the most part, I got ready with Miss Cracker the most. We share the dressing room most part. And uh, <laughs> we talk shit about the show. We talk shit about other people. We talk shit about each other. So I think Miss Cracker was the one that was like my go-to sister the entire time. We had Victoria on um, the, on our pod a, a week or two ago, and she was saying that Miss Cracker doesn't drink, so she so like she tends to have a more kind of um, or she wasn't drinking on the tour that they that they were on, so she tends to have a more kind of a more low key energy kind of after the tour. It's more kind of chilled out vibes rather than some of the other ones who are some of the other girls who are like out out party party party. Got to get into the club, which I think I'd find that overwhelming. I'd be like, no, I, I need to I need to get a good night's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink either. I'm sober. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't party. I don't smoke. So me and her connected very well on that tour. So we were very mellow while Aquaria, Camera, and Asia were like, ah, very crazy. They were all yeah. drinking, partying, doing what they want to do. So. <laughs> yeah. 
Most and oh, just one question as if if approached for all stars, would you do it? It depends where I am at the moment. If yeah. you ask me next week, probably not. I have to watch out for my health because the corona. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on where it is and what I'm doing with my life, and if it's busy time or not. But yeah. I'm not opposed to it. Because I presume if someone's spending twenty grand on a normal series, they're spending double that for all stars. Probably, I would assume. I mean, just look at Trinity. All her looks are her wigs. She wore a different wig for every episode. I mean, just yeah. think about the money that you'll be spending. But hopefully, it can lead to making it back or leading it to other opportunities. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that's the same thing when you go on any television show. You go there for the exposure, for the promotions, and hopefully it leads to other opportunities and hope that you make the money back through live performances. That's why ticket sales are there. That's why meet and greets are there. Yeah. That's why merch are there. That's why... People are now are doing cameos and yeah. everything they can to make the money back because it is an expensive yeah. way. No, it's a very, like, it's an expensive, mm. it's an expensive lifestyle to or to sort of career to pick because you have to be constantly looking new and fresh. And there is sort of, there's almost a feeling that you can't wear the same thing more than be seen, like publicly wearing the same thing more than once. So if you're having to completely go and start fresh if you're going to be, um, if you're going to be sort of out um but i was going to ask so a lot of queens here in dublin and around europe are, are starting now they're moving with the fact that they can't perform at like bars anymore for the for the moment are doing sort of performances online and are doing kind of uh you know are doing kind of i suppose either it's instagram lives or whatever or they're doing stuff where you, you pay for a code to go in and watch them do stuff in like kind of, uh, skype or whatever have you got any, have you got anything like that coming up or anything that you're going to be doing I know most girls here in New York City are doing it, and most of the girls here in America and some of the girls are doing where they perform live on Instagram and social medias, and then they put like their Venmo and their PayPal. I did it one time last week. Adam Lambert was having a release for his new album, and he had some of the girls perform his new song on, <laughs> on live. And he gave us one day to learn the song. I was like, how am I going to learn this thing <laughs> that I've never heard before? So funny story, right? So I was doing it live with the, with, the, with the phone in front of me, right? And then I was performing like this, right? And I pulled up the lyrics on the screen and I was just lip syncing to the lyrics on the screen. I was <laughs> So I had my phone on one side and my laptop on the other side and I was just having it. I'm a super power, super power. It was hilarious. <laughs> but I am doing something that's coming up that's online. It's with me, La Ganja, Gia Gunn, Trinity K. Bonet, April Cardillon, and some of the girls from Dragula and a bunch of other local girls. Oh, nice. On April 5th, it is called cool. Thickening Drag Event on Twitch. So you can look that up. When you're going on the show, I presume you just get all the, li the lip sync songs. How long do you have to practice and learn all the words? I heard that from previous seasons that they only get a few days to learn it. Like if you are going into a new episode, you get that two to three days because they film it on all in two to three days, right? You get two mm -hmm. to three days to learn the song. But for my season, we got the songs probably a few weeks prior going into filming. So I remember getting the email and they said that we want this to be a sickening season. We want the lip syncs to slay. So here are the songs. We got the songs well in advance for off season. Yeah. Um, huh? Are you told which week is which? Oh, they do not. They tell you the week off, which is literally the day off. Okay. But for me, I for the songs that I knew already, 
I didn't bother listening to them really, but I listened to the ones that I don't know. And yeah. for that week, going into it, they gave us a song, then I re-listened to that song only. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Thanks, thanks for chatting. Who do you think is going to win the season? So who's your, your prediction before we go? I want to see Widow and Jada do very well. Where are my Jada is, I think Jada is one of my favorite queens that have been on Drag Race in such a long time. She just seems, oh, she's perfect. I want her to like give me life advice. She seems just like, oh, she's brilliant. Oh, especially when she was telling, I forgot who it was. She was trying, oh, she was telling Aiden or was it Britta that they should just focus on themselves, stop worrying about other people. And it just brought me back to that time when Asia O'Hara was the kind of like the mother figure of the entire season. Yeah. So she's kind of giving me that right now. Okay, cool. Good, well, like, thanks for chatting. That was Yua Hamasaki. She was lovely. She's just as nice as we hoped she would be from the TV show. Yeah, no, absolutely. What, a, what an absolute legend. Um, she was brilliant and super like honest in talking about stuff and very, very forthcoming. I, I liked that about her. Mm, definitely so make sure you check out her sickening drag performance on twitch i don't have twitch how i is what is it <laughs> right okay so i only know this because i signed up for it because now we're living in like armageddon where hmm. we have no choice but to um to stay in our houses all the time i signed up for amazon prime and apparently amazon prime is somehow um is somehow kind of linked to us so it's Twitch is the world's leading live streaming platform for gamers. So I believe... I, I, believe I knew that, all right. Yes. So I, but, I'm assuming that there's it's obviously going to be game-related content or it'll be game-related streaming. But it's interesting. I think I've seen... Um, the uh, Trixie Mattel has been doing something similar where she's been doing drag while gaming as well. So I think, you know, fun idea. I don't think it's just for gaming. Like, I think it's just a live streaming site. Well, I'm an old person and I don't understand what TikTok is. So I'm allowed to misunderstand these things if I want to. For you, TikTok will always and forever only be a song by Kesha. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> Woke up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. <laughs> Let's leave it there, people. <laughs> um, coming up this Saturday, we've got Snatch Game, which is very excited. How are you feeling about it? Um, yes, I think it's going to be a good one. I don't know if we're going to be happy with who's good, a.k.a. I think Sherry's going to slay. I think Sherry will reap the rewards that Nina West should have won last year. Yeah, sad, 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 sad reality. Jackie Cox, maybe you'll get your win next week. We pray for you. Mm. Um, I think Jan will be good. I think, uh, I mean, I would have said Britta would be good, but at this point, who knows? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, this is sort of like the sort of Michelle Visage, change your makeup, then send you home, uh, kiss of death for me. I'm going to say that I think they're setting Britta up for a redemption storyline, just like I felt last week they were setting Nikki up for a redemption storyline. <laughs> <laughs> I think Widow actually would also do well. It's going to be a good I, I, one. Yeah. Hope, do you prefer when they do people you know or people you don't? Um, I don't care honestly I don't mm. care I just think like Rue says as long as it's funny and as long as they make me laugh I'm okay with them doing someone obscure I, I think that you're sometimes better doing like an obscure character because you have more free reign I don't like when they do a super well known person and then do them as like kind of a, a different version so like say my, my least favourite Snatch Game performance of all time was when Lex Mateo did that weird hood version of Alicia um, Keys Alicia Keys as pregnant lesbian and I was like that's bullshit go home we don't want it we reject it bam um, 
Yeah, yeah, no. So I, I like, I think, it, or like when, when Kenya Michaels did Beyonce, that annoys me. It's sort of like, you, you just, if you're going to pick a really well-known person, then you need to be able to actually follow through and, and, and do it and nuance the performance in a way that's going to be entertaining. If you're going to choose... Tatiana as Britney in season two. Well, yeah, exactly. But if you're going to choose somebody, you have to make sure they're funny. Like, yeah, you sense, do. You know? Like, you can't, you can't do Lady Gaga and you can't do Beyonce because they're sickening singers, but they're not funny. No, they're absolutely not. You could, however, do Madonna. And, like, to be fair, you wouldn't even need to look that much like Madonna because she doesn't look like much like herself anymore. Jesse Have you been her- watching these like breakdown videos she's having on the Instagram? I saw the fish soup one. <clears throat> I was that- thinking of the one where she's in her bath talking about isolation. And then she was like putting her socks on talking about Fosse. Anyway. We've got off you the You couldn't write it. <laughs> you couldn't write it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, a lot more of this shite on Saturday. So we'll talk to you then. <laughs> Bye, gay people. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. Plus. 